On this week's episode of The Stack, we're talking about the Inbound 19 conference and some handy tips for speeding up your website. And we're back. Another episode. How's it going, guys? It's good. Good. Was that too high pitched? I don't think it was a little, little high pitched. Well, yeah. <laughs> even if it wasn't high pitch, I don't know that anybody would believe you. No. Yeah. No. Uh, it's a little bit of that a was a very uh, that was very brush off. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all right. It's all right. <laughs> so uh, we we're kind of shifting gears a little bit this week. We're going to talk about the inbound conference up in Boston. You guys excited? Yeah, I am. I'm I, for, super excited for one special reason. Why? What's that? Some someone that we know is going to be presenting. Oh yeah, Sean Henry will be there, and he'll oh, be presenting. Oh, Fishkin. Oh, yep. Is so he wait, presenting? He's this not presenting. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think he is. is. Uh, I think he's presented at every inbound I've gone to, except for this year. Yeah. I Did he, wait? Was that. he there last year? He, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I tried. Oh yeah, I tried to get into a session. His wife is uh, presenting though. Okay, no so he probably will still be there. Cool. Maybe I don't know. Um, but uh, I wonder what her session is. I'm going to see if I can pull that up. Yep. So it did confirm uh, she is presenting. And the the title is Smart Woman's Guide to Surviving Online Harassment. And they talk about trolls, haters, and outright Nazis who have made navigating online spaces increasingly arduous. That wow. actually sounds really interesting. Definitely. Definitely. So check that out. Might be a cool session. And uh, I thought that's what we might want to do with this episode. It's going to highlight some of the more interesting sessions that either we're thinking about going to or... Um, might be worth checking out. And, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with Inbound, it's a, an annual conference. I don't know what year this, how many they've been doing. Um, I think this is my fifth year going. Um, but every year it gets bigger and bigger. It's in the Boston yeah. area. And it's it's a conference organized by HubSpot. And it's kind of dedicated to the Inbound movement. So it's not the HubSpot conference. It's all about, it started off being about Inbound marketing. And of course that branched out to, inbound sales and then inbound service and then just being an inbound minded business. So awesome conference, um, great content for folks in marketing in sales for entrepreneurs, yeah. more creative types. There's just like a little bit of everything for everyone. I think this is my third year. I think so. This and will be my second. The first year was awesome. I mean, I was pretty new to inbound. So I think it's, it, I think too, it's good for all skill levels. Like even if you're exposed to HubSpot or if you're not exposed to HubSpot, um, while it seems very much like an all HubSpot conference, it's it's more than that. I think that you know while you get great takeaways from general marketing, you know leaders in the industry, you also get you know cool tricks and tips to integrate HubSpot into your. I would setup. say, I would, yeah, and I would say probably eighty percent of sessions have nothing to do with HubSpot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, although yeah, like if you want that, if you want that tactical stuff, you you can absolutely still find those sessions. My first year, I want to say half of the the not classes, half of the sessions I went to were specifically HubSpot related, which was incredibly helpful as I was new to HubSpot at the time, and just it made it made learning HubSpot infinitely easier, um, just because it's like having an in depth walk through right there. Um, but beyond that, I've always found the um, personally as a as a content strategist i've always found the um the content marketing courses really interesting you can learn some interesting new tricks yeah um last year there was a big push around con uh not conventional 
conversational marketing. Yep. Which, and video too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's sure. another theme this year. There's still a lot of that yeah. type of content. Um, so there's, there's sort of two primary categories, I think of speakers. There's the, the big name keynote style speakers. Um, like Sean Henry. <laughs> so this year they have, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, bestselling F author. I think is she the one who wrote? Yeah. Eat, Eat pray, love. Oh, um, I don't like her. I haven't read it. <laughs> I don't like her. <laughs> no offense. Ooh, oh. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jennifer Gardner and John Foraker. Katie I don't know Kirk. who Jennifer, That's her uh, co-founder for Once Upon a Farm. And Jennifer oh. Gardner is also, of course, a well-known actress. Uh, who else? Katie Couric. Yep. Katie Couric and um, Jason Bloom. Another, he's a producer. Yeah. Right? Jada Pickett-Smith. Oh, yeah. She's one of the, the bigger names. Oh, Lindsay's favorite. Chip and Joanna. Yeah, so that's what that's what Kelly's my, my wife's really excited about. Yeah. Um, my um my brother, I, I keep mocking him because my, my brother just lives on Reddit. Like oh sweet. You go out any time of day and he with him. Yeah. He's on his phone on the Reddit app. And um Alexis Ohenian, the founder mm. of Reddit's gonna be there. It's kinda cool. No yeah, kidding. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And then there's the evening entertainment. So they have Inbound Rocks and that used to be a like a band or something, but lately it's been comedians. And for that, they've got uh, Chelsea Handler and I, <laughs> Jabuki Young White. I was, That's a so, great pronunciation. Thank you. I'll be honest. I didn't. Did I get it right? I have no idea. Sound, I've never heard of it. That sounded good. That sounded good. Um, I'll be honest. I did not realize that Chelsea Handler was going as entertainment. I because she she does. I think she, she is. does. Yeah, speaking engagements too. Yeah. So I was, I was actually thinking she was going to be. Uh, right. She probably would be really. Inter- and I wonder if she is also going to speak. Well, like the. It, if you read the bio attached to her uh, speaking engagement, it says regarded as one of the most successful figures in entertainment today. So, yeah. I mean, there is obviously, obviously a marketing aspect to all entertainment stuff. So I'm sure that there are, I think st- this might be, it. I think she might be speaking. Oh really? Do I have yeah. that wrong? Okay. I, I think I'm not positive, but they're presenting it as though she's going to be talking about a book. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, well, either way, uh, there's going to be some good entertainment. It's always funny. Um, and the, I think the networking opportunities are, are just, incredible. So yeah. there's the main convention hall where, um, there's, you know, all sorts of exhibitors and, you know, they, they give you beer and wine at night oh, and swag. So much swag. Yeah. <laughs> get your, get your HubSpot certification pins. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Oh my God. Ryan, mine have Ryan was all about, that was all pins. I wanted. He wanted, <laughs> it, it was, it was like Pokemon go collect them all. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we will be there. So we'd love to meet up with you. Um, you know, find a way to get in touch with us, tweet us, send us a message and, uh, let's, let's meet up at the show if you're, you're going to be there and, um, looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. But, uh, then there, so that was like the big name kind of keynote style speakers, but then there's a lot of really great sessions and, uh, um, I will plug my own. So, um, hopefully you're already registered, but, uh, there's actually an encore session. So I'm presenting Wednesday as well as Thursday, I think at the, like the one fifteen slot. And the presentation of 21 workflows to keep your CRM squeaky clean. And I'm basically going to share all the really cool ways that you could use workflows in HubSpot, i.e. marketing automation, to um, sort of eliminate some of those kind of boring tasks that uh, salespeople typically have to do, uh, but also just to make your data more accurate, complete, uh, and ready and actionable. So that'll be a really kind of tactical session with a lot of great examples. So if you're a HubSpot user, definitely try to make it. 
Um, what else has caught your attention, guys? I'll, I'll plug two. These two titles kind of grabbed me. I, read the, I quickly read the descriptions. Um, this one is titled 14 Personalized Sales and Marketing Video Tips and Tricks that Drive Relationships, Results, and Revenue. Is that George B. Thomas? It is. Oh, it just yeah. sounded like a George B. Yeah. Thomas session. Uh, is this that someone I should know? He's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, don't, I didn't mean that in a negative way. I just... No. Not familiar with the name. So uh, he um, was on a, a show called The Hubcast oh. for a number of years, but now he does his own thing, uh, Sprocket Talk, which is really cool. It's another podcast that kind of talks specifically about um, HubSpot. His, uh, his headshot. He's, just got, is, he's got awesome energy. Yeah. Real cool guy. Uh, the second one, which I thought would be good, not because I think you're bad at it, Tim, but I think you think it's interesting. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Where is this going? Beyond the editorial calendar, new rules of content strategy. That was, I saw that. That was going to be the one that I was going to highlight. So now I have nothing now, Ryan. I have nothing. Sorry. I think that one competes with my Encore session. No. It's at, nope. Um, it's at 12, 12 to 12.45. Uh, 12 well, since my Wednesday session is full, I will plug one that I would be going to if I wasn't going to my own. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, now I can't find it. Um, where, where is it? Where is it? This was, um, I think I'm looking oh. at the wrong day. Um. George B. Thomas, actually, now that I see a picture of him, was the person who was giving the um, conversational marketing talk uh, yeah. last year. There you go. Yep. Okay, here's the one. This competes with my own session, but it, it seems really cool, and I would be going otherwise. Uh, it's Growth by Content, How to Drive Massive Organic Traffic Without a Big Budget, and that is hosted by Nadia, um, Co- sorry if I pronounced the last name wrong, Koha, and uh, she's the Chief Growth Officer for Vengage. And they do really great content. I've uh, heard her on other podcasts before, and they do some really smart things around content creation and sort of link building, link building into their process. So, you know, content or link building is something that's interesting to you or SEO is interesting to you. Could be a great session to check out. The last one that I like just because I like cars, (laughs) but uh, Inbound and Porsche Driven and Vision presented by Porsche. And it just... The description says, we'll help you craft a vision statement for the future, pairing it with an iconic headshot to keep your goals in overdrive. Oh, that's neat. So I'm not really sure. I'm not really (laughs) sure. So what is he like? Are you driving a Porsche? I don't know. I I don't know what that means, but I'm definitely going to check it out. It's from 10 to 2. So it's all day, I think. I think it's every day from 10 to 2. So I don't know. That's kind of neat. But yeah, I'll be on the floor for the party. I think he's going to be doing the worm. Maybe hear my bad joke. What did you say? What did you say? I said, I hope somebody helps you up. Oh. Last year we did you and I laid on the floor to take a picture. Did we? Did you yeah. really? That's yeah. right. I have it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. No, it's fun. Like the, the year before uh, that, I climbed into a bathtub full of. No, that was the same ducks. year. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Tim went into a tub full of ping pong balls, and there were rubber ducks hanging from the ceiling. And I almost knocked it over. Yep. Yeah. But no, it's real. It's a lot of fun. So we'll we'll talk a bit more about inbound next week. Um, but wanted to definitely give that a plug. Again, if you're going, we'd love to meet up with you. So let us know. So now we'll kind of switch gears and go into our normal mode where we highlight some of the most interesting content normal. that caught our attention. Um, this isn't, maybe this is new. Uh, this article comes from web.dev. Uh, it's something I actually stumbled across via Twitter. Um, follow a lot of the uh, the folks on the, the Google team who are kind of focused on web performance. And uh, this one was written by... Um, Katie Hempenius? Yes. Hempenius? Yeah. And uh, it's actually, there's a, a lot of great resources. This is just one of those that kind of fall under their section about fast load times. And this one is using image CDNs to optimize images. Um, now, this is a pretty, can be a pretty complex tom- topic, but what I really liked about this article is I think they've really simplified 
the the concept and and how to go through it um and a nice easy to understand way so um ryan you've been digging into this why does this stuff matter because google cares about your page speed and Why does Google care about your page? Because they care about the user experience. Why do they care about the user experience? Because they care about how quickly you can serve up the correct information. Why? To fulfill the searcher's intent. Why? I don't know. How how deep do we have to go? All right, because it's good for people. It's because people want to encounter. I was was there. That's what I'm getting at. All right. Like, you should care what Google thinks because I know you know, so I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, You should care what Google thinks, and Google cares because people care, right? People are frustrated with slow web and experiences. People care because people are. Yeah. So people. The, yeah. the big change over the past, I don't know, five, whatever, seven years, is that um, the, the majority of web traffic has shifted from being on a laptop in a relatively fast connection to being on a, a, a phone, right? And a 3G and, connection. Mostly. Yeah, where connections are variable at best, right? So sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But for a lot of users, it might just be poor, period. So um, having websites that load really fast is becoming more and more important. At the same time, there's this other trend where we're using more and more fancy stuff on our websites. So they're getting heavier and heavier and heavier and slower to load with each and every year that passes. (laughs) (laughs) So those two trends don't really clash, right? So it's kind of put a lot of, um, no, they clash. They, They don't go together. They clash. So it's putting more and more emphasis on this need to focus on optimization it's something more people are thinking about. We're certainly thinking about it. Um, and CDNs are basically a way to deliver content like images um, from a much faster location, right? It's a way to serve up your your content in a more efficient way. Um, and there's a lot of great solutions out there. Cloudflare, what were some of the other ones? Um, oh, well, if, if you CDN, right? What was it? There's, there's so many. There's, there's a yeah. ton. I mean, it depends on, you know, we work, we were, when we were dialing in like, you know, recently what, what plugins or software we wanted to use, we were kind of concerned on keeping it on our own URLs. But if you're not, there's a ton of options to like give yourself your, a brand new CDN. So the, the article is a, again, it's a, it's a primer. Uh, so if you have no idea what the hell we're talking about, there's a very good chance you don't. Um, this is going to be a great place to, to go and just understand what it's all about but just keep in mind, you know, the reason this article is interesting and, and useful, it's because it's within this broader conversation around things you could do to uh, improve performance, uh, to, to get your content a little, a little bit faster and to make your users happy. Benefits to that are potentially you see improvements in search results because page speed is a ranking factor. Yep. Um, a more meaningful and more interesting benefit is that people are probably going to stick around your website a little bit longer. You will hopefully see fewer people bouncing, especially on mobile devices. And if you're able to keep people on your website, maybe just maybe they'll do what you want them to do, whether that's put a product in a shopping cart or fill out a form or create a new account or whatever it might be. So um, more conversions for you and happier people all around. Sweet. Yep. I like it. Cool. We got anything else? I think that's it. Yeah. So link will be in the the notes. Go check it out. But again, you'll find this article on web.dev and really everything there is worth a read. If you're not a developer and you're not even technical at all, it's, I think, still a good idea to go through some of this to at least understand some of these different things that go into performance and speed. So 
App of the Week kind of falls in the same category, right, Ryan? Yep. It's uh, App of the Week is called WebP Express, and what it is, it's it's an image converter which helps you serve images in a next-gen format. And that is, so if you are technically inclined and you are running Lighthouse audits on your web pages to find out, hey, what's my page speed like? What are my uh, best practices like? You're likely seeing an error that says serve images in next-gen format with a timestamp next to it of how much time you can save. So what this app does is that it removes the image tag around your images, replaces it with a picture tag, and serves that image on search engines that support next-gen formats like Google Chrome. And what that does is it Browsers, you mean browsers. browsers sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, browsers. And um, it changes JPEGs and PNGs. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we've just primarily been using well, the JPEG. So to, to overly simplify all this stuff, um, most of us, when we upload images to the web, it's probably a JPEG or, um, like or a PNG. Yeah, so those are by far, like I think, the most common file types used on websites today. Um, now, if you're you're smart, you've properly scaled those images, you've compressed them before uploading them to your website. And there are some CMSs, some solutions that will do that compression for you, uh, should you forget. Um, now, that's not always enough. There are brand new spanking formats like WebP. Uh, I think the others are JPEG 2000. 2000, yeah. There's others. Now, some of these are supported by some browsers and not others, so you have to take this into account. Um, but where I think it, this gets really complex is you need to have a fallback. So if a browser doesn't support this brand new format, you still want to show people an image. A compressed image. Yes. So um, that's where this plugin and other solutions are really helpful. It kind of takes some of that complexity out of the equation for you. You basically install the plugin. This is for WordPress. So you install the plugin, you know, you could figure your settings. And now if a person coming to your website is using a browser that supports these new image formats like Chrome, they're going to see the WebP images instead right. of the JPEGs, but you've still uploaded a, a JPG, a JPEG, right? You don't have to worry about this. So great kind of quick and dirty way to do this. Um, it may shave off a second or two on your page speed. It's not going to be the only thing you need to do to speed up your site, but it can make a big impact. I was, so I, I run a site on, on the side um, and I was looking at the Lighthouse audit and just serving images in next gen um, formats would save me three seconds. Bingo. Yeah. There you go. Sweet. Check it out. Let I, us know what you think. Yeah, it's, I, downloaded it's, the, yeah I downloaded the plugin. Yeah. If away. you do have trouble um, and it breaks some of your images, uh, let us know. We can try to troubleshoot that for you. It's pretty easy. Um, just reach out to us on our little chat bot on the website there. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Number one in the lightning round, Google. You should document if a doctor reviews your medical content. Yeah, so this, I mean, this is something that we've, um, they have talked about in the past, um, the fact that, like, ver not verification, but if you are talking about something sensitive, like um, health or finance, um, it's just generally a good idea to show the reader and, and Google that it is verified. You know, someone in the industry, someone who knows what they're talking about has um, reviewed it for accuracy. It's not just like, you, you, just, you don't just have five interns in the back corner churning out content. Um, but this is, uh, this is one of the first times that I'm aware of that Google actually said that you should document the fact that someone has reviewed it. Um, and they, they, the, the article, it's more of a, 
Twitter snapshot. Just to kind of gives you a few ways of doing that. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, number two, light but packs a punch. Google Go comes to Android everywhere. I have no idea what this is. This uh, apparently Google Go is it's an app that was available in some countries with like poor internet oh. connections. Um, I've never heard of it before, honestly, which I'm a little embarrassed to say, but it looks like it's coming to the general play store. So anyone can download it. And the way it works is, um, uh, even if you have spotty connection, it makes it easier for you to stay, um, connected and, and, do you know look for information find the, the information you need i don't know i i haven't played around with it at all so i don't know how it's different from um you know the regular explore yeah or yeah. just the google app um but it sounds interesting i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna download and play around with it cool um and the last one is less than half of google searches now result in a click this has had some controversy but it, this is google serving up more and more featured snippets and you know, so on and so forth, but uh, definitely a cool uh, report. Who's it from? Do you know? Spartaro. Oh. So they're well, from their blog. So Rand Fishkin's. Uh, oh, it's it's actually from them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. It's from their blog. So they, they ran a, a study is what I meant to say. Gotcha. So, yep. Check that out. Those are all linked in the show notes. And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, anything. Um, anything and uh, if you... Do plan on going to inbound? Uh, make sure you reach out to us. We'd love to meet up. Yeah, and, let us know. Uh, we'll be, maybe we'll bring you a mug or a T-shirt or something. We should bring some swag. We, were we gonna, should. We were going to bring swag last year because we had it. Yeah. Um, but we didn't. Good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week.